You are listening to John Gerica on SFM. You can share your voice notes as well, 0614-104-107. We've got more opportunities later in the show to be able to talk about it. Let's go to KwaZulu-Natal now. What's happening in the ANC in KwaZulu-Natal? So, a letter was allegedly written by a KZN ANC delegate complaining about vote buying at the recent ANC electoral conference that has now been deemed fake. In the letter, it's alleged that President Cyril Ramaphosa, Chairperson Gwedi Mantashe, and Bajani Chauke, had been running, who had been running for the Treasury General position, had bought votes from delegates. The delegate has now distanced himself from the letter, saying he didn't write it. The ANC's Electoral Committee has called on ANC members to refrain from abusing the organization's processes. While the letter has been deemed fake, it's clear that there are people who have not accepted the outcomes of the conference. Political analyst Dr. Levy Ndu joins us now. Doctor, thanks very much for joining us. Uh, I sort of explained it in a nutshell. Are we, are we, do we... Do we take it at face value that this letter that originally was the, the writer said was forced to write is a fake? John, uh, good afternoon to you. Good afternoon to the listeners at home. Um, these are kind of things you don't necessarily have to take lightly. Um, I know that there is confirmation that the letter is fake. Mm. But if you look at the history of the ANC's elective conferences from 2007, you would always get a group of people who would not be ready to accept the election results. We saw it uh, post um, Pulukwane conference. We saw it post Nazrek conference. So uh, there are those who would um, always want to create a situation where those who have won would always not have peace because they'll always have something to say about them. It also talks to the manner in which delegates will conduct themselves at a conference before elections. You would see two groups that would appear not to be belonging to the same political organization the expression that they make, the songs that they sing, would actually tell you that even post a conference, these people might find it difficult to come together and uh, be under uh, one roof. But one thing that, in my view, uh, we need to look at is that even though um, the author of the letter appears to have distanced himself from the letter, and it's said to be fake. There is a possibility of Mm. certain prominent members of the ANC who are behind that fake letter. Okay, so there's two issues we need to focus on here, Doctor. First of all, there's the letter, which we'll get to in a minute. But there's also the allegations. Just because the letter, the, the, the authors distance themselves from the letter doesn't mean that these allegations might be valid. Is the Electoral Committee going to take any heed from it? Well, I think it will depend on the approach that they, they might take. Uh, but um, if the letter is fake what would be the reason to take action on something that is actually uh, not correct. But my view is that the intention of the letter uh, from the onset was to create confusion and instability um, in the ANC, but also to always put a cloud 
over-elected members of the ANC by those who were not happy with mm. the election results. Now you see, in, in a post-Twitter and Facebook world, all you have to do is share a screen grab of uh, accusations that somebody has done some wrongdoing, and that just goes away. It just expands like wildfire. Of course, that would have been the intention. The intention might be uh, to say whether there are those who have won or not. We are saying there are certain wrong things that happened. Mm. They don't have to come and prove themselves. What is important is that the message has been sent to the public mm. so that the instability should continue within the party. It will, should not be surprising because that is exactly what is happening in the party right now. Ill-discipline, focus on elections and nothing else, and come up with strategies that are quite divisive in the party. Okay, so let's talk about where, where do you think the this letter, it doesn't matter who wrote it, Dr. Levy, who, who, where do you think it comes from? Well, um, firstly, I must start here, that when I saw the letter that is distancing the author from the original complaint, mm-hmm. you could tell that the letter that is distancing the author from the original one, are the two letters are not written by the same person. Right. Based on the language that is, uh, that is used in the, in the first letter and uh, the, the manner in which um, the events are actually being outlined. Number two, it might be a letter coming from different sectors, but within the ANC. Maybe it is coming from those that were not happy with the election results. Or maybe it's coming from some prominent leaders of the ANC who could not have made it, or their preferred candidates could not make it onto the leadership of the ANC. Um, or maybe it comes from uh, any other person who might have seen this thing come, coming. But what is central for me is that when there were discussions about facts being provided and all the information needed, that is when we actually got um, uh, uh, the withdrawal or the indication that that letter is actually fake. Uh, its intention has been to, in my view, has been to create confusion and divisions within the party, one should not be surprised because that is how members of the ANC recently behave. Even if the letter is fake, Dr. Leviendo, why doesn't the Electoral Committee just look into it anyway? Cover their backsides. Well, it will depend as, as to whether they've got energy for that. What if that will be an invitation of thousand more letters? <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> they, they might find themselves in a very, very difficult situation. Fake uh, information, mm. in my view, should always be treated as fake information and that's it. Okay. Uh, again, in a post-Twitter world, as a political analyst, Doctor, how does the ANC handle this? How does the Cyril Ramaphosa faction, for lack of a better word, turn this around and say, or are they successfully getting doing it by saying, it's a fake letter we've got nothing to answer to? It has been quite difficult for the ANC, uh, or rather it might be very difficult for the ANC to investigate this kind of, of letters in any way. Uh, they don't do much of the investigations. Uh, what, in my view, should happen within the ANC 
is to make a strong emphasis on matters relating to discipline and party coercion and they focus on the renewal project that they've started embarking on. Also, people that are seen to be doing wrong things, ill discipline and misbehavior should actually be punished by the structures of the ANC so that these kinds of um, letters, those who might think of starting to write them, will not even want to do so because they will know that they're actually going to be disciplined. So lack of um, uh, party discipline and consequence management in the ANC might also uh, have um, attracted this kind of letters to be written. Dr. Livian thank you very much for explaining that. Political analyst joining us here on Beyond the Headline on SAFM.